Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Saddle up your horses, everybody. It is a Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. Club, club, club with Three DJ. hours. Yeah, Hey, man. Hey. hey. Hey, so Steve. Oh, hey guys. I guess I'm back. Where have you been? Honest to goodness. Guys, I just got back from my first ever trip to the Wisconsin Dells. First ever? First ever. I thought you were there before. No, I've never been there before. We've gone to the Great Wolf Lodge in Bloomington before. I felt like you went to a water park another time and you stayed in a hotel that was the kids loved because there was a pool or something and you were like great wolf lodge i wasn't like no great wolf no great wolf is awesome yeah no this was somewhere in wisconsin so this is made up what you're saying no it's not you have to understand that my family and i together have never been to the state of wisconsin what until this weekend weird i know you've never been to hudson never what do you think i'm gonna be like hey guys you want to go in the car drive an hour and then walk around and come back i don't know we didn't do it we Fine. went to the Dells this weekend, um, which was which was really fun. I've been trying to find just a few days to get away, and I wanted it to happen during the school week so that crowds would be lower. I ain't trying to go anywhere on is a weekend. That morally acceptable? You know, I have a theory about that, which is anytime I started to think about, oh, should I? First of all, I skipped days as a kid. You know, like we've gone on vacations. We went to Disney oh, World during the school really? year. And I thought after you had us school from home for a year, yeah, we've realized all things are possible. How all many right? absentees are they allowed? I don't know that. I don't know. Is that a word? What absentees? are they going to do? Throw them out of school? Yeah. What are you going to say? Oh, well, they, the true, the, the truancy officer used to come to oh, our Lord house if you took heaven. too many days. I'm just saying. After they made us homeschool for a year, You're I'm taking right. my kids on vacation, and if you can't deal with them being out, they were actually only missed two days of school. Fine. Because Monday was a day off. Anyway, uh, so we stayed at the Kalahari, which is a has like the biggest indoor water park in the Wisconsin Dells area. So there are all these water parks. We've never been oh, there. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Wisconsin Dells was one place. We... Oh. One amusement park. My wife was thinking the same thing, and I only sort of learned it more... As I was investigating about this ah. trip, so w- the Wisconsin Dells is an area comprised of a cute little historic downtown with all sorts of quirky places, and then a series of hotels and quite a few water parks, indoor and outdoor. It's okay. home to the largest water park in the world, apparently, Noah's Ark, which has an indoor and outdoor water park. It's like a gazillion acres. Okay. This has the biggest indoor water park. Um and so anyway, it was a it was a ton of fun. So you got to stay at the hotel. You know, they got the Lazy River. They got a wave pool. They got multiple, I don't know, probably 10 water slides inside. Hot wow. tubs that the kids could go into, which is huge. Like the fun. kids always want to be able to get in a hot tub. And then we just drove around the, uh, the Wisconsin Dells area and would look up things like, what can you do besides a water park in Wisconsin Dells? 
my plan is to go back during the summer at yes. some point and do I want to do Noah's Ark. I want to do the outdoor uh, water park. I also just want to enjoy walking up the main street in downtown Wisconsin Dells, if you will. But a couple funny things happened. So we went when we checked in, they said, here are free tickets to the Tommy Bartlett Exploratory. And so I said to my wife, hey, we got these free tickets. I called ahead. Are you sure these still work? Yeah, come on over. We go there, pull up outside, and we're all thinking, oh, boy, maybe this is why they gave us free tickets. <laughs> we go inside of this place. It is. It was like it would have fit right in Stranger Things. It felt like a science museum that was, museum that was built in the early 1980s, and it was <clears throat> So fun. Really? Old school. Like, think of the Science Museum of Minnesota. Yeah. Up to date. Really glossy. Looks great. Yeah. This was just a weird looking parking lot. There was a subway right across the street and looked super old school and was so quirky, so offbeat. And the kids loved it. There were four different buildings that you go into. Wow. It was great. Including were you the like, only ones there? We were virtually the only ones there. It was great. It was. They even had that thing that you put your hands over the metal thing and then your hair sticks up. Yeah. Like old oh, cool. school. Oh, fun. 80s vibe. So we really like that. Then we go to this, uh, pull up outside of this place. We go grab some Culver's, as you do. And then I say, let's go eat over in this parking lot of this weird place called Top Secret, which looks like the <laughs> White House flipped upside down. So we start looking, and it says $5 today only on a permanent sign. It is $5 any day that you go. I don't know how that is in false advertising, but it's not. So we, we're like, you know what, maybe we should go in. And I said, you know what, guys, how about we'll come back tomorrow? We sit in the parking lot for half an hour eating food and talking. I said, how about we'll come back tomorrow, and then we'll go in Top Secret. We need to find out what's in Top Secret. Even though I was reading reviews, they were like, yeah, pass, hard pass on Top Secret. We go back the next day, totally closed. What? I walk in the whole parking lot lined with orange cones. I walk up to the front door and I said, are you guys closed? To which the guy said, did the cones not give it away? <laughs> I said, hey, don't get lippy with me. I'm just, I said, I didn't know if that was blocking off parking or not. He said, no, they're doing rehab for the rest of the week. So it's closed. We had also tried going to Paul Bunyan's, uh, the Paul Bunyan shanty shack or something mm-hmm. like that where they have these lumberjack world, meals the lumberjack meals the Rocco's world famous pancakes to, you've been there huh, I, uh, Rocco? I, you know i'm from around here rocco looks like he was <laughs> yeah like came out of the dells he, he would have come he would have been on display at tommy bartlett's exploratory so then paul bunyan's is closed tuesday wednesday we can't get any food there and then top secret is closed suddenly for the rest of the week because they're rehabbing it then we oh, had tried no. going to ripley's believe it or not i get up to there and i say she said can i help you i said i'd like tickets for all of us to go in and she said i do need to warn you that our displays lean toward the darker (laughs) side of society is what she said and she said we've had many children come out of here screaming Screaming. and i said are you guys still good she said there's a severed human head in there that you can see fully inside of the brain i looked over at the kids and they were like let's do it i looked over (laughs) at lou she was like no we're not giving them nightmare fuel (laughs) the woman was really encouraging us not to go interesting so we didn't end up doing Ripley's. Top Secret was closed. Paul Bunyan's was closed. Uh, we're going to go back. We have a return trip. But then the comedy was in all of the things that were closed. closed. And we would try to go somewhere. It wasn't mm-hmm. open for another hour. All of that. We did bowling. We did water slides. We did hot tub. We did laser tag. We did oh, fun. the exploratory. Uh, we did a trampoline park at this place called Knuckleheads. 
We just had squeezed so much fun That's into awesome. just a few days. And You're making memories. I granted myself a beer break from my all done oh, for good. 21. I was like, you know what? You I'm on vacation, a, whatever. And you went a long time. I went a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go back whenever. So anyways, I'm back. All right, well, it's good to see you. It was you. really fun. Good to be back. What did I miss? Um, well, there's this Halloween costume competition oh, going so, on right so now. I'm so sorry. It's very controversial. Yeah, I... Is I, it? Is there yeah. controversy? Oh, you should hear the morning show. What? They're like They're racking winning. up What's votes. What's their problem? I know. They it's just... the rich want to get richer. It's like once you get exactly. make money, you just want to make more money, and they're power hungry. But they're cheating because Jason admitted that his picture was photoshopped. What? Yeah, he photoshopped. What do you mean? Well, they photoshopped gotta... his head? They photoshopped some of it. They did a thing from Squid Game. Yeah. Have you seen they it? With the glass panels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, right? Sure. Not as good as ours. We... No, yours, yours, <laughs> you, what you and Rocco did, I would vote as the most disturbing. Theirs was, <laughs> theirs was probably the most topical. Right, for sure. But we, ours took bravery. Yes, it did. You know, because they're not going to talk to us ever again. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loj already kind of hates us. Yeah. Because so, the book club. I really think that we need to fire up some votes. So please go to our Facebook page, the My Talk Facebook page. Now, listen, you have to click on our picture. We reenacted a, a picture from a video that Lori and Grant did. Why don't we save save it? All save right. it for one second, because there's a whole there's a controversy mm-hmm. okay. that I actually am agreeing with Lori and Julia. And I think they might be onto something as to why Jason and Alexis is far and away the clear cut favorite at this point. Okay. We'll get into that. We got some things that make you go, huh? Coming up, we got Throwback Thursday music trivia at 1130 today. Stay with us. The Donna and Steve experience just getting started. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hello. Hello. How are you? You know, the other thing you got to work on. What? What? This guest starts saying, we're talk is fun. We were just talking about that during the break. So it's funny. It's a current campaign of ours. uh, We'll get into the the issue that Lojay brought up here in one moment. We were driving to Wisconsin Dells, and I pass a billboard that says WTF over it. And behind it, it was like some like political, I could see like kind of the words political talk. And I was like, what is going on? And here's the funny thing. I'm looking at this thinking... I don't even know, that station didn't even put their call number up. Like, we don't even know who is this station. What is this? What am I seeing? Mm. And then a day and a half later, I see an email from the sea monster, Lord yep. Simon, and it says, hey, we're, we're doing this really fun new billboard, WTF, where talk is fun. And those billboard, the billboard that I saw was a teaser just to get you thinking. Like, what is that? What's up with that? Yeah. And then it's these My Talk billboards, which is really cool. Really fun. Uh, and Jason and Alexis are up on yes. there with graffiti in hand. Looks really great. It's really um, cool. Yeah, where talk is fun. It yeah, is fun. It is fun. That's what we talk about, fun stuff. I know! You're not going to hear any <laughs> politics being talked about on this station. Sorry, I'm going to, I'm trying to pull up the My Talk page right now on our on Facebook. If you don't follow us, do that. And just came across 11 years ago today when I interviewed the great legendary Bob Barker. Name drop. That's a game show. Did you just accidentally throw your um, purse into the trash can? <laughs> it sounds it's my like wallet. Got, was it your wallet? Yeah. Okay. Did you throw it into the trash no. can? Okay. Thanks for asking. Um, so there's a costume contest going on right now, and it'll probably break us as a station. What they do is they intentionally try to to, to, to split pit, us up, split us up to pit us against each other. They do just in time for Project Down and Dirty. 
That happens next week. November 3rd, 4th, and 5th will be at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings. Just drove past there yesterday. I was like, oh. Wow. This is my commute. Oh, yeah, because you're coming from Wisconsin. Um, so anyway, on our Facebook page right now, the My Talk page, they are allowing you to vote. And I guess we're doing votes based on amount of likes yep. that you get. We're in second place, by the way. We yeah, are. but there's a huge, huge gap. LoJ brings up a good point. When you click on the picture, so it's like a big picture that is split four ways. When it's you click, a collage, yeah. When you click on it, the first one that comes up as you scroll, Jason and Alexis. And so, maybe they've already got 2,000 likes. Yeah. We have 355. That's pretty good. Next up is 274. Then 300. Oh, and then Grant did his own thing as Prince Harry. Yeah, he looks great. Oh, my gosh. 335. But the point is, did Jason and Alexis get all the votes because it was first in the scroll? That's the point that Loj was making, and who am I to agree with them? Well... But maybe I agree with them. Here's where they get a little bit of an advantage. Grant and Lori's votes will be combined because they're one show. So we really need your help. Will you just help out? Team Donna and Steve. Really, yeah. it's Donna and Rocco. But and what is the what's the prize? Lunch. <laughs> lunch. Oh, like okay. a fancy this lunch next week down in Hastings. Yeah. Right? So if you would be so kind as to I go mean, to my talk, the morning show is a social machine. Yeah. They have like four times what everybody has. I know. And, and they're already complain. They're complaining and they're winning. I don't even know that I understand their costume. And I watched Squid Game. Oh, really? I mean, what? They're the they're the platform that you play tug of war on? No, they're, they're, the, they're the, these glass bridge. panels. What episode are you on, Rocco? The one like after the tug of war one. Rocco, <laughs> finish this. Okay, so what are they? They are there there is a game where you have to step on glass panels. Okay, I guess I haven't gotten that far yet. Yes, yeah, so that's that's what you're missing out on. Okay. Rocco, why won't you finish it? I've been busy. Come on, you're, you're gonna love busy. it. <laughs> Please, he the goes to every great. concert. I did go to a concert this week. Did you really? Yeah. Who yeah, was it? Some indie band? Kind of, yeah. Some singer-songwriter types. Okay. David Ramirez, Matt Costa, Turf, mm. Turf Club. Anyways, yeah. Okay, so where are we at? What are we talking about? We, I don't know. We don't know. We just... But you, I. Whenever I look at our picture, I laugh. I think it's pretty funny. I do, too. I don't <laughs> think Steve would have ever taken part in such antics. <laughs> I, there's no, no way. I, of course I would have. <laughs> I've done so many stupid things. In fact, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I had a guy, this is no lie. I had a guy come up to me. Here's how game I am for generally doing dumb things. So last night, we get home from the Dells. I, we pretty much take uh, Adeline uh, immediately to a dance class. Oh, wow. And I said, "All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to Iron Paradise, and I'll come back and pick you up in 45 minutes." So Steve goes and he clangs and he bangs. Right? I just get a quick workout in. So as I'm walking over toward these dumbbells, I see this guy kiss his girlfriend for what I thought was like a fairly long time for a gym. He like <laughs> it was probably like this. 
And I was like, whoa, that's long. So I'm like staring at these people like, man, that's kind of a long kiss for public, especially like with dumbbells and everything. Anyway, he then starts <laughs> walking over to me and he said, do you remember me? And I said, I do not. And he was like, you're going to. And then he started telling me this story about how I had apparently interviewed him once on the streets of Dinkytown. Oh. And he said, and I, w- I had just come out of a tanning uh, salon, just gotten tan, and I was like orange, and you start interviewing me. And he said, does that ring a bell? I said, it does not. And he said, how about this? You then asked me to take my shirt off to show how tan I was, <laughs> and then you took your shirt off. So I guess I was standing there next to the guy, and we both had our shirts off. He was really tan. I was really white. And you have no recollection. I do. As he said that, I have more of a recollection of that. It, that made it. That made it like, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But that's how game I am to do stupid stuff. I took my shirt off for no apparent reason with some dude. I would have ridden Rocco. (laughs) Okay. I I mean, it involved a whip. Yeah, Donna did kind of ride me for a little bit. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was trying to save a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised Hannah didn't take a video. I mean, she just took stills. Yeah. It was a pretty funny moment. It was fun. Do you think Hannah's going to dress up or is she like, what's she going to put on her Instagram? What what emo cat whiskers or something, (laughs) something minimal. Yeah. Like a headband. Yeah. You know, with ears. Yeah. And then she makes us all do this. I know she's really, you guys should have done Rocco's plan. I saw in the text thread though, which was just go tease a high banged mullet and then holding a bomb. And it would be the box office bomb. The last duel. That's funny. That would have been really good. Well, listen, it was a last-minute thing. You weren't here. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Hey, when we come back, uh, we are so happy to be joined by our friends from Make-A-Wish, Minnesota. They are our charity partner for Mm -hmm. Project Down and Dirty next week. They do fabulous, fabulous work. So we will chat with them when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 107.1. Yeah. Everything entertainment. Hey, listen, our charity partner for Project Down and Dirty Construction is a wonderful organization. Make-A-Wish Minnesota, uh, creating life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. And here to talk about this wonderful organization to get us all uh, up to speed on what they do is Gina Johnson, uh, the Vice President of Development and Marketing. That sounds important. Hi, Gina. Hi, how are Gina. you? <laughs> Hi. Gina, how, how long have you been I with like Make-A-Wish? A, a title for... Yeah, well, this title, like VP of Development and Marketing, any vice president of anything to us <laughs> makes us feel very unqualified to talk to you. How long have you been with Make-A-Wish Minnesota to get such a fancy dancy <laughs> title? It's been about three years. Good for you. Uh, my kids have no idea what I do. Uh, nobody does. So thank you for being inspired by my title because no one else feels Oh, like yes. It. We're very inspired by it. Well, listen, uh, right out of the shoot, we are just so happy to have you as our charity partner. Our goal next week during Project Down and Dirty Construction, November 3rd through the 5th, will be at Extreme Sandbox, breaking things and using all sorts of construction equipment. But the name of the game for all of us, for the entire station, is to raise money for wonderful charities. We're so thrilled that we get to partner with you. Let me just ask you, before we ask you about the the, the Lord's work, the important work that you do at Make-A-Wish Minnesota, when you found out that you had to team up with the Donna and Steve experience. <laughs> did you feel good about the show that you got attached to? Or did you think, all right, I got some extra work that I'm going to need to do. Be honest. We can take it. Oh, no. 
Steve, we were rooting for you because you were so nice to help us with our walk in the spring. So we were really crossing our fingers for you guys. So we felt like we hit the jackpot. Yeah, that was really fun. I got to partner with you guys and uh, uh, sort of do stuff for virtually. And now we will actually be out and about doing things in real life. I know one of the things I got to do with you guys, I was, you know, like in a closet, in my closet, my radio studio, as we call it on at home, <laughs> yes, my yes. home studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so cool to talk back then about the wonderful work that you do. Uh, what is it like every day sort of plowing the field in the name of making sure that children who have been really hit with a, a, a tough reality in their life, a sickness, something that has just really changed their families' lives, and then saying, we want to give you a day that will be unlike any other. What's that like? Well, I think we have one of the most unique charities in that we get to be part of a family's experience when they're going through a dark time. It's obviously something they're going to remember forever, Mm -hmm. but we get to be the light spot in that experience. So we just bring the joy. So families, when they meet with us, you know, when they meet with other members of their care team, it's lots of times bad news or hard journey ahead. But for us, we're bringing, you know, a dream come true. And so for us, we feel really, really excited to be part of that element of their journey uh gina what are some um, give give us an example or two of some of the the wishes that uh you've granted oh wow we could tell stories for hours about that (laughs) um mostly about 75 percent of our wish kids want to travel um if you think what your knee-jerk reaction would be if you got to have any memorable experience it would usually be Mm -hmm. i want to go someplace amazing that i've only read about in books yeah Um, But it's actually kind of fun to be part of Project Down and Dirty this year because with COVID, so many of our wish kids have not been able to travel. So they've been doing a lot of home-based wishes that are really construction-based. So it's kind of a fun tie-in. Wow. Wait, really? wait, wait. So tell us more about these. Tell us more about like these construction-based wishes. Oh, sorry. I have a weird delay. So, What is the construction-based wish that you're talking about? Um, well, we have had lots of kids forced to stay inside that have been doing room makeovers, but the really fun ones have been outside. And there was Luke who wished to have a ninja course put in his backyard. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, so that great. is so fun. Way to go, Luke. Good thinking about that. Because then, you know, it's really fun when you get to go on like a magical adventure. You go somewhere, you travel. But then that's an experience. And then you house that in your memories forever. If you, though, say, my wish is a ninja course. Guess what? Once the Make-A-Wish friends leave, you still have the Ninja Course, which is such a fun way to extend the fun of that. I'm curious because, you know, so many people know Make-A-Wish. You say Make-A-Wish, and I feel like everybody walking the planet Mm -hmm. knows about Make-A-Wish. We love that we've got Make-A-Wish Minnesota really helping local kids um, to have some unbelievable experiences as they face some really tough challenges. Um, What's a part of a part of working at Make-A-Wish that maybe you didn't expect, that maybe is a little bit different, because we all see the wishes, right? No, those come true, and that's exciting. But, you know, how the sausage really gets made is always something different. Has there been a different challenge that maybe you didn't anticipate when you started working at Make-A-Wish three years ago? Absolutely. I was surprised to learn that we're chapter-based. So while we have this powerhouse brand that everyone recognizes, we're actually a really small and scrappy local chapter. Mm. So for people that want to support a small nonprofit, we're actually playing in those really um, 
kind of small local arenas. So we only have 20 staff people. We have a $3 million budget. We're pretty small but mighty, and we're doing work around the entire state, and we're 100% funded by donations. So we wow. don't have uh, big contracts. We don't get government grants. You know, a lot of those misconceptions that were fully funded. Mm-hmm. We're not. So we're out there working hard to find people that are going to help us grant these wishes. And we really need our community to help us. How many wishes come in, you know, like, like in a given year, do you, what's that number? How many opportunities do you and the team at Make-A-Wish Minnesota have an opportunity to sit at a table and say, okay, here's the child that reached out to us. And here's the opportunity that we have to make a wish come true. How many of those do you deal with in a given year? Let's say. Well, we end up granting anywhere between 200 and 300 wishes a year. Wow. Now, uh, the number of children that are eligible for wishes uh, every year is about twice that. Mm. But we're limited by our funding, so we can only grant as much uh, as many wishes as we can afford to grant. Um, so, you know, the sky's the limit in terms of what we could do with outreach if we had the funds. But, you know, that's still 200 to 300 families that are being touched uh, by a witch every year. So we're really proud of that. Oh, my gosh, that is amazing. Can I ask, how can someone refer a child? Um, what is that process and what are the eligibility requirements? If there's someone out there listening right now saying, mm-hmm. I would love to do this for this family. Oh, that's a great question. So we have uh, we grant wishes to children aged two and a half to 18. Um, And we do want the child to be old enough to remember and to have some input on what they want. So that's why we don't go much younger than two and a half. Um, But you can be referred basically any way. The majority of our kids come through a social worker or something at the hospital. But we also have just neighbors and family members and volunteers saying, you know, I know a family that's going through this hard time. You know, maybe they could get a wish. So, um, you know, we're pretty open to hearing from anybody. I tell you what, that's a really good reminder, too, as you talk about the amount of applications that come in versus the amount of wishes that you're actually able to grant. Because I'll be honest, Gina, I when I hear make a wish, I think, oh, for lack of a better term, this is a, gl- a global yes. conglomerate uh, that yeah. can just have has <laughs> access to any kind of funding that they need. But what a good thing for, for me to learn and for our listeners to learn that you are a local chapter run part of make a wish that really does rely on donations and the individual generosity of people here in our community. So with that, those, those we're going to remember that throughout next week as we seek to raise as much money as we possibly can during Project Down and Dirty. Now, let me ask you this. Before we fully get going next week at Project Down and Dirty, we'll be talking with you and some families who have had wishes granted. We're really looking forward to that. Any uh, special requests on things you would like us to break next week? Because we will have access (laughs) to construction equipment that we should not have access to. Do you want us to cause any damage in in the name of Make-A-Wish? Yeah, we could make a mark for Make-A-Wish. A Uh, a car, a truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have some some offline requests. How about that, Steve? Oh, I love it. Okay, Okay. great. I can't wait for the offline requests. I'll I'll be all ears. I'm going to get personal. Okay. Oh, all right. Wonderful. It. All right. We, we'll, we'll wait for all of that. Uh, she is the fabulous Gina Johnson. If you didn't know, we'll tell you her fancy title again. Uh, she is the VP of Development and Marketing at Make a Wish Minnesota, a local chapter of the great Make a Wish Foundation. And we are trying to raise as much money as we can for them next week at Project Down and Dirty so that we can make sure that local kids who are facing really tough times and have a wish that those wishes can get granted. Gina, thank you so much for taking some 
some time. We look forward to talking with you more next week during Project Down and Dirty. Thanks, you guys. See you then. Bye, Gina. Don't Gina for- sounds really chipper. Yeah, she, she sounds, sounds like fun. The- like the kind of person that you want to work with. Yeah, we need for a, sure. We need a Gina at my talk. I think we have a couple Ginas. Who? Oh, don't worry about it. Not Hannah. Anyway. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she could work with millennial Hannah to offset her. Because yeah. Gina's like, oh, this is great. Everything's going to be great. Mm, I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> I they think deep down, Hannah is a is a very very happy, joyful person. She just wants to make our lives miserable, <laughs> <laughs> and that's anyway, what keeps her so happy. Exactly. Um, at Make a Wish, uh, that's uh, their Facebook and Twitter handle. So if you want to mm-hmm. follow them on social media and on Instagram, it's at Make a Wish America. Um, and youtube.com slash make a wish if you want to see some of the life changing um, wishes that they grant for kids with critical illnesses. You know, when you mention their social handles, that's a really good reminder. I heard someone say a while back about local businesses and, you know, restaurants and boutiques, all these places that really struggled during the pandemic. They said, even if you don't patronize those places, maybe it's downtown Minneapolis and you're like, I never leave Savage. Uh, just following them on social does them a real favor in terms of marketing because then it pops up in your friends and your followers algorithms as well because you're following them and it's a way to get them social traction to get their brand or their cause in the case of Make-A-Wish Minnesota out in front of a lot of other Mm -hmm. folks. So yeah, go follow Make-A-Wish Minnesota and then reminder, do the same for uh, local businesses that you hear about. It really does them a solid. That's nice, Steve. Okay. A nice reminder. Okay, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something, right? You should. There's a new flavor candy cane that I don't know that anyone is going to be down with, but we'll talk about that. And it's the kind of candy cane that Satan would hand out. Like, don't worry. Welcome to hell. But we've got candy canes. Yes, exactly. We'll tell you what it is when we come right back on my talk. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. There is a new flavor, candy cane. Oh, I love candy canes. Mm, I wonder what you'll think of this one. Okay. So there's this novelty candy company called Archie McPhee. And they are selling six packs of hot dog flavored candy canes. Believe that. For $6.50. No. They're already oh. sold out. Oh, oh that's because that's a prank. But you can sign. You think so? Here, here's a candy cane. You're thinking great. Peppermint. And then you get oh. room temperature hot dog flavor. Oh. <laughs> I know what I'm getting my brother for Christmas because oh. he's always on on the quest for the perfect hot dog. Um, really? yes. There's yes. only, yeah, hot dogs are very particular. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a grilled hot dog. It's gotta be grilled to the point of submission where it splits open. And that's it. You don't boil like them. The long don't kind. Like them. Can you boil them, then fry them? Fry them? You know, you put them in a pan, whatever. What do you call that? I guess. What do you, oh, 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 sorry, I don't have a smoker. I like to smoke my hot dogs. It's a 13-hour process <laughs> per Frank. You can uh, check them out at McPhee.com. I want to see, let's just all go to McPhee. Do they have real bits of hot dog? No. 
McAfee.com. Okay. All you got to do is perfect like the flavor. Company. Oh, look, they the have McAfee. finger bats. Cute. Rubber chickens. I like rubber chickens. Oh, this is fun. Oh, oh finger oh. bats. That's fun. Meaning little bats that you put on the top of uh, your fingers. Yeah. There's a Zen Bigfoot. Fried chicken candy. Um, They've got oh, all wow. sorts of gnomes. I'll link this weird store up if you want to look for yeah do oh they have meerkats um but i want to find the i don't see where the hot dogs are oh yeah because we need to figure out if there are like real bits of hot dog because people like to do junk like that fried chicken candy they have mac and cheese candy pizza candy oh you know what this sounds like those disgusting jelly belly jelly beans you know, some of them taste like Harry Potter. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Some taste yeah, like. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. All right. Bamboozled. Mm. Yes. Bamboozled. Correct. Okay. I have another story that I think you can relate to. Okay. <clears throat> you have a tiny bladder. <sighs> I got to pee right now. I know it. I got to pee right now. I got to pee right now. What did you do with the bottle I gave you? I think it's in the bottom drawer of my Twin Cities Live desk. Why? Why is it not in your car? There are facilities in the building. You need to have it somewhere where you can't get to a bathroom. But I thought what a power play it would be if everyone was typing, working on scripts over there. (laughs) And then suddenly (laughs) you hear a noise. (laughs) Well, similarly... Um, you know who Joe Buck is? Joe Buck, fantastic sports broadcaster. Oh, is he really? Oh, he's wonderful. He does uh, NFL games. He does MLB games. He even occasionally does a little bit of golf. But he's like calling the World Series, and then he'll call a game on Sunday. How old is this guy? He's probably uh, in his early 50s. Oh. It's my guess. Yeah, look him up. He he wouldn't be your type. He's way too put together, way too buttoned up. (laughs) Just saying. Okay. Oh, he's in his fifties. He looks like a young man. I don't know. No, and he's not a young man. He's a young man. Maybe upper four. Fifty-two. He's fifty-two. He has a very uh, long face. Oh, no, <laughs> the long face. He has like a you know how some people have a forehead. His is about an eight, okay. <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. What was and some the... people have? You know, long faces. I have a long face. I'm glad you said it. People say, why the long face? And I go, that's my face. Mm. <laughs> I'm still on McPhee.com, Okay, by the way. here is Rocco's got uh, audio of him telling a story about calling a touchdown during a very inopportune moment. I have peed in a bottle while calling an NFL touchdown, I swear to God. Really? I, I pee, it was Good pee, for yes. you. I was peeing wow. in a trash can. It, it's true. That's uh, crazy. They, they handed me like a little water bottle. I'm like, I can't. The half wouldn't end. So that's not going to do it. Give me yeah. that. Yeah. And I was wearing a parka because it was freezing. It was in Milwaukee. While you're talking, you did that. While you're speaking. We you came back from a break. I was peeing and the action started. <laughs> and I, I called a touchdown while urine was coming out of me. That's incredible. <laughs> and I think it was Brett Favre. Yeah. I think it was, it was Brett Favre yeah, touchdown. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Could you imagine? I couldn't. Even, I can't. I can't even no. talk when I'm peeing. I can't even. I don't like. Like if I'm in the bathroom and there's another person in another stall and mm-hmm. they're peeing while talking to me, I feel very. Oh yeah, never violated. 
I hate it. I wish we all had to go in in a cloak. Like if no one knew who the other person yeah, was. Yeah, it's like the Grim Reaper. But when I am, yeah, that'd be great. The scream mask, I don't care. But when I'm in there trying to pee pre-show. I know. And then let's say Ryan from KS95 burst in. Hey, Steve Patterson. He's so loud. All Ryans are loud like yeah, that. Ryan, they? his voice is so loud. Ryan Perpich's <laughs> voice is so loud. But if he comes in or Chris Go comes in and then it's just a really loud conversation, I'm like, I can't. Uh, yeah. Pee anymore, yeah, guys. Yeah, and then you don't want them to hear that coming out of your body. Because then they're going to judge. Uh, guys know this. They'll judge your stream. Yeah. And then they'll make assumptions based on the sound of one stream. <laughs> Which is why when I peed next to Hall of Fame NFL coach Bill Cower at a restaurant in Pittsburgh. Drop something. He started peeing, and I was like, holy Pete. It's like a hose. It was so loud. I know. So then I start compensating, Rocco. I then start to pee harder. Peed so hard I farted. Okay. okay. I don't By the way, Donna, okay. so yeah. neither of us were here Friday. Correct. Um, but I listened because I wanted to hear how my slow jam went. Oh, how'd it go? Steve and Kelly talked about peeing and pee stains and pee, pee stains. Oh, yeah. Steve talked about a circle of. Pee oh, droplets yeah. in yeah, his orange shorts for okay. like ten minutes. <laughs> okay, so is, okay. This first of all, I said that in confidence on Friday. In confidence, <laughs> I didn't think you would listen on Friday. I didn't. He's telling me I was me no. listening in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, okay. on the app on the My Talk app, uh-huh. Jeez, and Steve. my family was cracking up at Steve's. Yeah, but they were, I pulled... everybody was talking about accidental pee moments. Yeah, because Kelly was is pretty much incontinent when she gets on a trampoline, <laughs> and she starts peeing. And then I uh, closed up shop too soon oh, last sure. week when I was oh, working was out. Oh, this is recent. Oh, yeah. okay. And then I looked down, and these <laughs> these orange shorts that I had just had a perfect <laughs> wet circle right in front of me. Oh, no, at and the then, gym? Yeah, at the gym. So then I had to get a paper towel never, and wipe it off okay. and try to pull the shorts up and pull the shirt down. This is reminding me of a story from an ex-boyfriend who always put baby powder in his shorts. Oh. <laughs> and then he he goes to the gym, and as he's walking, all, it looks like smoke is coming. <laughs> hey, buddy, you might be chafing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it's about the spark. Oh, God, what a journey, guys. <laughs> so check that out if you want to last oh, Friday on the, uh, on the My Talk app. Thanks, Rocco. It was fun. My workout was good last night, by the way, yeah. when I talked about earlier, nobody asked. Yeah, nobody cares. When we come back, we've got music news. Uh, oh, there's a Kids Bop version of Montero. Mm-hmm, by Lil Nas X. Oh, geez. Wait till you get a load of this one. We've got that on the way, and Adam Levine is getting a lot of heat. We'll tell you why coming up next on My Talk 1071.